0: It takes work to be married. Conflict is inevitable. So it's going to take work. And there's so many ways that conflict can spiral out of control. Like you hear a certain tone that your partner uses and it sets you off. Or an assumption that you're making based on what they said. And you're like, oh, that's offensive to me. And you take it personally. Or you're not getting what you need from them and they have no idea that you need it right? There's so many different ways. That's why checking your intent is so important. When your intent is to connect, then things can go better. Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. As a marriage coach who's married with three kids, I know how easy it is for marriage to take a back seat. But unlike your parents' marriage, your marriage can feel good while raising kids and doesn't have to feel hard. It can look like having each other's backs, even flirting and looking forward to spending time with each other. And I'm here to help you. So join me here each week as we dive into what it takes for your marriage to become something you enjoy again, from how to handle conflict better and bringing that spark back into your relationship. If you're ready for your marriage to feel good again, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. It has been a while since I have recorded because we are undertaking a big, big transition with our family. First thing is we are actually going on vacation, three week vacation to Japan and Korea over spring break. And we are super stoked. But not only that, over the last month, we have decided to sell our home and move across the country. So that is a huge, huge move for us. Uh, Never did I ever think I would leave California, but here we are leaving California. So I've got about all of three weeks to clear out our house and have it ready to be put on the market, which is so, so crazy. When we bought this house, we thought we were gonna be here forever, and now we are not. So getting ready for vacation, which is like a month from now, and clearing the house, selling our belongings, deciding what we're going to keep, where we're going to live in the meantime while our house is sold, and where we want to live, the house that we want, what we want out of a house, doing all of these things while doing regular life, right? The kids, the house, husband, work, all the things. So, needless to say, we have been jam packed dead tired, (laughs) but all very exciting things that we are working towards. So that has taken up a lot of my time, my energy, and I don't want to overload myself. And I'll be the first person to say how important self-care is. I want to be who I want to be for my family. And so that meant taking a step back here. Thank you so much for your patience and grace while I navigate all of what's going on and and navigating this new normal of juggling all this stuff. So if you've missed seeing new episodes come up, we're back. Today we're going to be talking about something that I wish I learned way, way, way earlier that has helped me navigate conflict so much more smoother, has helped my clients be able to navigate conflict with so much more confidence and so much more success. And so I wanted to share it with you because it's really simple and often so overlooked or forgotten, maybe even unheard of. I know it was brand spanking new for me when I first learned this and I just think it's such an important thing to keep in mind when you're in an argument or when you're approaching a difficult conversation with your spouse. So I'm really excited to share this with you all in hopes that it will help you be able to navigate conflict with so much more ease so that you can spend more time doing the fun stuff, right? Like connecting and enjoying your marriage instead of letting conflict tear your marriage apart, it can actually build it up. So this is the number one thing that I think you need to get through conflict successfully, okay? It's not just about what to say, okay? You could still say the right stuff and still have the conversation go south, like really, really bad, okay? So let's talk about what usually happens when couples get into arguments, okay? Normally, when you are talking, you are focusing on how you feel, how you've been wronged and how the other person is wrong, right? I know this is definitely how I approach conversations with previous partners. And even earlier into my relationship with my husband, this is absolutely how I was approaching it, okay? So when this is going on, it's basically two people with their walls up trying to talk through the wall to convince their partner why their wall is better. So it's like you're selling your partner on why your wall is better, but they're like, no, my wall is better. So then it turns into this situation where you're competing with each other, right? So instead of fighting for each other, you are fighting against each other. And I want you to think of how your kids fight. Sometimes they fight over the silliest things, silly to us, not so much silly to them. And, It's the same thing for marriage, right? Sometimes we fight about silly things to the other person, but it's not silly to us. And it just sounds like a whole bunch of like, nah, or you're wrong. No, you're wrong, right? It's, It's just all this back and forth, right? Does this sound familiar to you? I know this goes on with my kids on a regular basis, probably like multiple times a week. And it's just like, okay, can we be done with this, right? We're not even talking about what matters right now. It's just nonsense. And when you look back on your arguments with your spouse, sometimes you think like, why were we even arguing about that? Or that was so silly. How did we get from talking about this to this not even relevant conversation? Because we are trying to sell each other on whose wall is better, right? So difficult conversations with your spouse goes wrong because neither of you are feeling heard. And you feel like there's no effort coming from the other side to understand, right? Only the desire to be right. And when both of you have a strong desire to be right, all that means is that you're both being stubborn. And what happens when two stubborn people are trying to talk? A really, really long conversation that goes nowhere, right? It doesn't work out. So I want you to start thinking about what your goals are for conflict have you ever stopped to think about what your goal is for conflict i know i didn't before right i was just like goals why would i have a goal i'm just trying to talk there's a problem i want to talk it out and that's that right i am not responsible for what comes out of my mouth but it's this lack of direction that causes conversations to go south, to become really reactive and to not be productive in your marriage, okay? So really great goals for you to have are respect, productive, collaboration, okay? So keeping those in mind, the number one thing you need to improve the odds of getting through conflict with more success and even connection, with your spouse is to have the right intent. The right intent. Looking back, how many times have you gotten into an argument and noticed that your intent was actually to prove them wrong? Like, I'll be the first to raise my hand up. That was 1000% me. My intent was to convince him that my way is better, that I am right, And if he did something that I thought was wrong, my intent was to make him feel remorseful, to feel as hurt as I felt. Okay. Talk about petty. Yes, that was me. Okay. I know that before I worked on how I communicated, I was completely unintentional about how I communicated. Whatever came out of my mouth is whatever came out. Right. It was largely dependent on how I felt in the moment, whether I was triggered or not. And I was super reactive, a.k.a. out of control. Right. I was not intentional, mindful about anything that came out of my mouth. All I knew was I didn't like how I felt. I didn't like how I was being treated or what was done. And I was making it their responsibility to fix And if you resonate with this, you know exactly what I mean. Here's the thing though a big reason why conflict can feel so challenging is because people are self absorbed. All we do is think about our experience, how we feel, what we need, whether our needs are being met, right? Think about when you were last really angry or frustrated, stressed out. All your interactions and reactions were centered around. Yourself, your experience. Okay. Our experiences matter. But when we're only focusing on our experience, we're forgetting that other people are also in the mix, right? It's the whole like, what's in it for me kind of mentality, or how is this going to impact me versus the bigger picture of how it'll affect everyone involved. Now, this doesn't mean that you're inconsiderate, right? We all have some level of being self-absorbed and some level of being considerate and it varies from person to person. Some people are only thinking about themselves and find it more challenging to think of others while other people have that level of consideration come more naturally to them because of their personality or their upbringing. Okay, But when we're in that mode of self-absorbed, it's challenging to remember to be respectful when we feel like we're not being respected or we feel like our needs aren't being respected and we are lacking the love and support that we are needing from our partner. And so the petty side of us comes out, right? We get defensive, we maybe name call, we criticize, we blame, right? Like just list out all of the defense mechanisms that you have come to learn and even strengthen over time That has unhealthy results for us. It's challenging to remember to keep the conversation productive when we're getting triggered by what the other person is saying because we're hearing things that we are perceiving as hurtful, right? And it's difficult to collaborate when we feel like we're not aligned, like we're on opposing teams and it's win or lose, so if we feel attacked or we feel like they're not on our side, they're not even trying, they have gone cold. We are not inspired or motivated to put on our collaboration hat, to be like, ooh, let's work together. It's more like, wait a minute, you're attacking me? Okay, I got to put my defenses up. I got to attack you back or I got to leave the situation or I'm just frozen because I'm so overwhelmed by how this isn't going how i thought it would go. Okay? This is all why it takes work to be married, right? Conflict is inevitable. So it's going to take work. And there's so many ways that conflict can spiral out of control from one moment to the next. There's always different opportunities and reasons why conflict can go bad. It can be like you hear a certain tone that your partner uses and it sets you off or an assumption that you're making based on what they said. Maybe you have different definitions or interpretations of what is being said. And you're like, Oh, that's offensive to me. And you take it personally, or you're not getting what you need from them. And they have no idea that you need it, right? There's so many different ways. That's why checking what your intent is throughout the entire conversation is so Important. Okay. When your intent is to connect, then things can go better. Okay. You then have a North Star to follow. You'll find yourself thinking of ways to bring in more connection into the conversation. You'll ask more questions, challenge your assumptions. You're going to listen better, be more open to their perspective, and work together to come up with a win win situation. When your intention is to connect, you'll be less likely to snap at your husband and more likely to communicate how you're feeling so you two can course correct. You'll have something guiding you to help the conversation be respectful, productive, and collaborative. So instead of feeling like you're being pulled into a million different directions and you have zero control over anything, When you focus on connection, you feel more empowered, you feel more in control, you feel more proud of who you're being and how you respond. And in turn, that's going to influence how they respond. right? When someone else isn't attacking you, you feel less of a need to attack them back or get defensive, right? So imagine that you're able to respond differently. You're not reactive then they no longer have to react to you because there's nothing to react to, right? This brings up an example of my lack of boundaries, right? So years ago, I noticed my phone usage was out of control. And this was completely related to me starting my coaching business. I had notifications for Instagram, Facebook, my email, everything. Okay. So anytime someone sent me a message, commented on my post, emailed me, I would immediately get a notification. It would buzz, right? And it would grab my attention and I would feel a strong need to check in. Okay. Like, Ooh, someone needs help. Ooh, but someone has a question. Someone likes what I shared and they resonate with it. I felt like my phone owned me. Okay, I became a slave to my phone. I noticed it was taking me away from real life and how much it was dictating how I spent my day because I felt like I needed to address whatever was going on, right? It was something that needed my attention or so I thought, right? So I decided to experiment with my notifications because I hated how much I was becoming this slave to my phone. I was not who I wanted to be my family they wanted my presence but i was not present i become crankier and so i decided to turn off my notifications i turned off all my notifications to all those apps so that instead of being pulled to check it it would be my decision when i wanted to see these notifications so when i chose to open these apps then i would see them because Realistically, they were not emergencies. I did not have to know when people were commenting. I did not have to know when people were liking my stuff. And so I can't tell you how much better I felt once I did that. It felt so empowering to regain control over my life again, over my time, over my attention. And just like how having a focus and a specific intention can feel empowering, Even when things feel hard in your marriage, having the intent to connect is what has saved me from so, so many arguments that could have gone so bad, spiraling out of control, turning into hours long where it would go nowhere, right? Leave us not liking each other and taking me to being able to catch myself when I notice I'm Falling back into my old ways where I get passive aggressive or only focus on what I need and dismiss his needs and get super defensive and and turn down every single suggestion he has and just like be a negative Nancy because I feel like I'm not getting what I need, right? And now I'm teaching my clients this same way of how to focus your intention on connecting and how much of a game changer it is for them. On how they can now handle conflict and how they feel about conflict right imagine being able to pivot during your conversation at any point versus feeling helpless like you're watching a train wreck that's about to happen in slow motion and not being able to stop it you just know how it's going to turn out right with you two at each other's necks hating each other yelling at each other or just talking down to each other not Being that loving couple who has each other's back, who has open communication, who can handle whatever comes at them as two loving adults in a committed partnership, right? The fate of your conflict isn't sealed. Even if you've been fighting with each other the same way for years, even if you feel like, nope, this is just us. This is how we do things. Our friends fight like this, too. My parents fight like this, too. It doesn't matter, okay? It is more than possible for you to change how you fight so that you are fighting for each other instead of against each other. And it starts with your intent. So next time you're in a fight, ask yourself, what's my intent here? And pivot when necessary, right? When you notice that your intent starts to shift into something, That is not prioritizing connection, then you can shift, right? Oh, wait, oops, I'm doing that thing again, right? And if you need help sorting through your feelings so that you can feel more confident about turning a difficult conversation into a productive one, then I highly recommend you grab my free workbook, okay? It's gonna guide you to handle conflict with more confidence, with more clarity, so that when you talk to your spouse, It becomes an opportunity to strengthen your marriage rather than break it apart. You now know how you feel, what you need, what you want, and you have the capacity to actually be there in the conversation. Not have your own individual walls up, but rather, okay, here's what I'm working with. What are you working with? Okay, how do we move forward? Okay, just simple as that. This is what this workbook can help guide you through, okay? And even if your communication skills have a long way to go, right? I know I had to do a lot of work for me to be able to be in this space where conflict is like so much easier now. Okay. I'll say this whole like move thing. This has been such a great uh, point of reflection on how much we've grown as a couple because So many times where I'm like, hell no, I'm not moving there. I do not want to move away from California, from my people, from my home, because I have only known my life in California. And to be able to navigate these really serious, life-altering conversations with my husband, with very minimal arguing, it's like, wow, go us, right? Like truly a pat on the back. Because we've been able to pivot when we notice we're going down that path of what we normally do, whether we shut down or we get really defensive and we're not open to other uh, perspectives and hearing each other out and being like, oh crap, it's happening. Okay, hold on. Let's regroup. Let's refocus on connecting. What is the point of this conversation? Okay, so even if you have a long way to go with knowing how to communicate in a healthier way, Doing this one thing, focusing your intent on connecting is going to help you so, so much. But also, if you're having trouble with learning healthier communication strategies, reach out to me so I can help you. Okay. I've helped my clients learn how to create healthier communication habits in their marriage and have their marriage do a complete 180 from when they first started working with me. Okay. And I would love to be able to do that with you as well. So, anyway. Let me know if you've tried this. Okay. Send me a message. Let me know how it goes. If you have any questions at all. And I can't wait to hear how this works out for you. Okay. So just just focus on this one thing. Don't worry about anything else. Okay. Because just focusing on connecting is going to have you naturally adjust things on your end. And just watch how it affects how your conversation turns out. Okay. Watch how your partner is going to start interacting with you differently because all you're doing is focusing on connection. Okay. All right. That's all I have for you today. Let me know how this helps you. Let me know how this pans out for you. And I'll catch you back here for the next episode. Bye. That's it for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. I would so appreciate that. And if you love what I share here, then you're going to love and want to join my free private Facebook community. That's also called marriage and motherhood. I hope to see and connect with you in there. Otherwise, I'll catch you back here for the next episode. Bye.